0: Grier. This is Sound News broadcasting from the Old Man's Studio in Church Street, Portadown. This production is for week ending Saturday the 12th of December. On behalf of everyone here on the Craigavon Talking newspaper team, welcome to this week's programme. The stories making the headlines this week are from the Portadown Times Centenary Plans Cause Council Rye, and from the Lurgan Mail. Children received dozens of food parcels every, every week. Now over to Linda, who brings you our first story from the Port of Town.
1: Councillors are divided over the hundredth anniversary of Northern Ireland. The issue of how the ABC Borough Council would celebrate the centenary of Northern Ireland saw tempers flare once again. The issue was raised at a meeting of Council's Economic Development and Regeneration Committee. It had previously been discussed in November's committee meeting where some of the members of the committee were not satisfied with what was presented. The new plans were presented to members at December's committee meeting. Two options, each with an allocated budget of 120000 were put to members. Rather than invite debate on the topic, Committee Chair Councillor Brian Pope said the council should mark the occasion, but noted his worry about the expenditure. The budget agreed was one hundred and twenty thousand, and any external funding, which would be very welcome, would be in addition to the council contribution. Councillor Baxter uh, proposed proposed programme. Said that any external funding raised would be spent on top of the hundred and twenty thousand. The DUP and UUP members of the committee voted in favour of the proposal, in votes with eleven votes, and all SDLP and Sinn Féin councillors voted against, eight votes. So the motion was carried. The committee chair, Alliance Party councillor Brian Pope, abstained.
0: Children received dozens of food parcels every week during pandemic. Dozens of emergency food parcels were handed out to children in Armagh, Bambridge and Craigavon every week during the first six months of the pandemic, figures reveal. The Trussell Trust said a record 1.2 million parcels were given to people struggling to afford essentials nationally between April and September and warned the figures were the tip of the iceberg. In Armagh, Craigavon and Ridge, the charity handed over 1,860 emergency food parcels over the period. Of these, 689, 37%, were for children, meaning 27 were handed to youngsters every week. Overall, the charity dished out 335 fewer parcels In the area uh, than it did during the same six-month period last year. The Trussell Trust said the figures did not include the number of people helped by community organisations, independent food banks and local authorities. Across the UK, food bank demand in the six months to September increased by 47% compared to the same period last year. More than a third of food parcels went to children during this period, for 170,000 in total. The charity voiced concern that food banks in its network might see high levels of need over the winter and beyond, particularly as redundancies increase. The top three reasons for someone being referred to a food bank were low income, benefit delays, and sickness or ill health a department for work and Pensions spokesman said we are committed to making sure that the most vulnerable in our society are protected and we put in place a strong package of support to ensure children and their families do not go hungry during this pandemic our additional 400 million pounds of funding includes 170 million to help families stay warm and well-fed during this winter a further 16 million to provide immediate support to frontline food frontline foodies and charities and 220 million holiday activities and food program
1: and now for our rota chemist in the week ahead you can get urgent prescriptions from the following addresses Firstly for Portadown, on Sunday the 13th of December the chemist is Anderson's Pharmacy of Thomas Street, open from 11am to 12 noon. Next week from Monday the 14th of December the chemist is Cherrymount Healthcare of Ashgrove Shopping Centre and it's open until 7pm. Lurgan residents can collect their prescribed medicines on Sunday the 13th of December from Boots of High Street, which is open from 7 to 8 pm. Next week, from Monday the 14th of December, the chemist is McKegney's of Edward Street, which is open until 7 pm. There's no Rota Chemist in Portadown after Wednesday, and none in Lurgan on Wednesday or either town on Saturday.
0: And now for this week's crime news. Courts t- told stabbing victim bled to death. A Portadown man stabbed to death in his home was allegedly hit with a flying kick to prevent him following his attackers, the Ki- High Court heard on Tuesday. Prosecutors heard Randall Ellis lay bleeding for hours after being subjected to an unprovoked and premeditated knifing. Details emerged as bail was refused to one of two men charged with the 49-year-old's murder 12 months ago. Dean Martin, 25, and of no fixed abode, is jointly accused along with the victim's nephew, 19-year-old David Ellis.
2: Car damaged after objects thrown from Footbridge. Car occupants were lucky not to have been injured after an object was thrown over a footbridge onto a busy Craigavon Road. Police appealed for witnesses after the attack on Lake Road, but saw a car badly damaged after travelling under a footbridge. A PSNI spokesperson said, Police are appealing for information regarding an incident which occurred at around 7pm on Tuesday the 8th of the- December an unknown person threw an object from the footbridge over lake road Craig both roundabouts 2 and 3 between roundabouts 2 and 3 smashing the front windscreen of a white Vauxhall ax, 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 Astra the occupants the spokesman added were very fortunate not to be injured or involved in a serious crash
1: Appeal after a man made unwanted approaches to members of the public. Police are investigating an incident in Portadown. Constable Orr said that on Tuesday the first of December it was purported that between five thirty PM and six PM the previous evening on the thirtieth of november, a male made unwanted approaches to members of the public on Union Street and on Montague Street. The male is described as being around 5 foot 10 tall, dressed in dark coloured clothing. And the police are appealing to anyone who is in the Montague Street, Union Street areas on the 30th of November between 5.30 and 6pm and has any information to call the number 101.
0: And now for local government news. Hundreds of Gnosis nurses here called on government for pay increase. Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon nurses were among hundreds in Northern Ireland who called on Chancellor Rishi Sunak to increase their pay as part of a spending review. The Royal College of Nursing, or RCN wanted a 12.5% pay rise for nurses, claiming members felt undervalued and that they were being driven out by poor pay levels. Mr Sienak said that the immediate priority is to prote- protect people's lives and livelihoods and that the Spending Review 2020 is said to deliver stronger public services. He said, taking into account the pay review body's advice, we will provide a pay rise to over a million nurses, doctors and others working in the NHS.
2: MLA's anger over Komogi IRA chants. A DUP MLA has challenged Gaelic game leaders to take decisive action on the glorification of terrorism in their sports after a video emerged which appeared to show some Komogi players chanting support for the IRA. Upper Ban M L A Jonathan Buckley said the incident, which he had followed, the which had followed the Armagh Camogie team's victory in the Junior All Ireland Championship on Saturday, was another inexcusable example of IRA glorification, which within Gaelic games. A video on social media appeared to show some Camogie players celebrating with chants of OO, AH, UP THE RA. It was not clear if those involved were players or supporters. Mr Buckley said a victory in such a championship is clearly a huge achievement for any team. But it is deeply disappointing. Once again, we see another incident relating to Gaelic games and IRA chanting. Such scenes are inexcusable, but they are not in, in, but are also inexcusable. I have no doubt that many fans of Gaelic games are appalled by such behaviour. However, the, the complete absence of any meaningful action, by the GAA to previous incidents involving garlic gaelic football teams could lead people to become believe that the glorification of terrorism is endemic within parts of the organisation. Whilst only a few weeks ago the majority of focus was on the breaches of COVID nineteen regulations by GAA fans in Dungannon. It should not be forgotten that celebrations on this occasion were also accompanied by pro-IRA chanting. And now
1: for the death notices, which there are three this week. Alexander, Elizabeth or Elsie, 5th of December 2020 at hospital late of Clambrassel Drive, Portadown. Devoted aunt and sister, house and funeral private due to current restrictions and no flowers by request. Barry Nae Donaghy, on the 3rd of December 2020, peacefully after a short illness in Lissedinian nursing home Hillsborough, formerly of Ormond Street, Portadown, Laura Anne, cherished mother of Robin and the late Joanne, grandmother of the late Ken Wilson, devoted sister of Edgar, sister-in-law of Joan and Manon, and aunt of Elaine Bailey. A private funeral has taken place due to the current circumstances. And the final death, there are two notices for the same person. Linton, Stephen or Linty. Heartbroken, we all grew up together and we can't believe you're gone You're forever young and forever missed All our love from Helen, Jamie, Dilly, Johnny, Kyle and Griff And that's from a club in the Clowna area And for the same person, Stephen, father of brother Glenn Linton And stepson of brother Keith Thompson The officers and members of the uh, Clowna club Wish to express their sympathies to all members and the wider family circle on the death of Stephen.
0: And now for this week's advertisements. We're getting close to Christmas, so obviously the theme will be gifts. Handmade Churchill leather slippers, only £37.50 and they were £60 there are a samuel windsor pair save 22 pounds 50 and there are others There's sizes 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 and 14 so there's no problem with sizes there's a grecian black fleece line that feels very comfortable and there's a male sorry a mule brown uh, half leather lined one and there's lots more find out more at the website localreadersoffers.co.uk or call 0800 031 9166 and quote number 104956. I'm and now, and then from Gordon's day. chemists, there are great gifts from them. There's um, 19 pounds on dinky fresh blossom edb there's half price on oral b power toothbrushes 29.99 nivea main smooth and fresh set uh 3.99 a recommended retail price of seven pounds and that's a saving of three pounds and one pence there's carmen led hollywood mirror Twenty-four ninety-nine, and that's a ceiling of twenty-five pounds from the recommended retail price of forty-nine ninety-nine. All this and more at Gordon's Chemists.
2: And now a sale on an SD Kales in Portadown. There's twenty percent off all items except for ten percent off shoes. It opens Friday from 9am to 9pm, and gift vouchers are available at www.sdkales.co.uk. The SDKales is at Market Street, Lisburn, Banbridge, and Porterdown. And uh, one for C. the family butcher's special Christmas hamper, five to six pound turkey breast fillet, four to five pound fresh gammon, two pound of cocktail sausages, two pound of homemade stuffing, only 40 pounds. And may I wish the Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all their customers and thank them for their continued support. And now a few other um items uh,
1: which are advertised this week quality blinds and awnings from Apex Blinds they are an established manufacturer with 25 years experience and they can be found at 028 38 342 525 and another company specialising in Venetian vertical wooden or roller blinds is ultra clean at Seven Ardmore Road, Derryad, Craigavon. Telephone 02838 340336, or the mobile 07753 617267. And our final ad for this week: If you want to treat yourself to some new fashion, then Graceful Fashions in Lurgan. Um, are open at 33 High Street and you can telephone 028 38 32 2276 to find out what's on offer.
0: And now some very important information for you about beating burglars. Here's 10 tips to help you beat the burglar. Burglars tend to avoid homes with security systems. Most burglaries take place between 10am and 3pm. The majority of break-ins are committed by burglars who live nearby. Most criminals can burgle a home in less than 10 minutes. Almost 30% of burglars enter a home through an unlocked door or window. Burglars usually go to the master bedroom first. The average property monetary loss per burglary is a staggering one thousand seven hundred pounds. Someone's home is burgled during nearly every three out of three out of every ten burglaries. Sorry, I'll take that one again. Someone is home during nearly three out of every ten burglaries, and finally. Only 13% of burglaries result in arrests.
2: New Leisure Complex to Be Vaccine Centre. The new South Lake Leisure Centre is to be used in a programme for distributing the coronavirus vaccine. The he- Department of Health has set out its plans for the early development of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine in Northern Ireland. The initial phase of the rollout for the vaccination programme began this week. The programme represents an unprecedented logistical exercise that will take many months to complete. Progress will depend on available supplies across the UK and is dependent on production and delivery schedules. The timescale for the approval of further vaccines will be an important factor in the wider rollout of the programme. Early deployment in Northern Ireland has three central aims. To protect vulnerable patients and residents at higher risk of severe disease and mortality. To protect staff working in high risk areas of exposure and to protect staff members at highest personal risk of morbidity and mortality. The exact timing of all plans will be subject to vaccine availability. And our final
1: uh, item of information is a very cheery one. John brightens up the street for Christmas. As the year of COVID 19 comes to an end, a Portadown father has decided to brighten up his neighbours' lives with impressive Christmas decorations. John Haddock said he wanted to brighten up people's spirits at his Westland Road home and has gone all out on the exterior decor. A joiner, John has been lighting up his home for around nine years, adding bits and pieces every year. He said this year has been a real downer for everyone. I wasn't going to bother putting any lights up until a lot of people gave me a guilt trip, he said laughing. So I decided just to go for it and hopefully it will be brightening up people's spirits around our estate and everyone else. I've even added Christmas music this year playing as the lights go on every night. We've had cars and people stopping every night and taking photos so it looks like people are enjoying it. Even kids on the first night came over taking videos and that's what it makes it all worthwhile to me.
0: And now for this week's sport. Hard work pays off for the ports. What a difference a week makes in football. Portadown went into last Saturday's clash with Palamena United still smarting from a 5-0 drubbing at the hands of Cliftonville. But a goalless draw with the Sky Blues, coupled with a 3-0 win at Dungannon Whips on Tuesday night, has put a smile back on the port's faces again. The four points has lifted the Shamrock Park side from the foot of the table up to eighth. And although the Reds' defeat was hard to take at the time, Assistant Manager David Muskelly says it helped them regroup and refocus again. It was a real team performance against Un'Gannon, he told we Ports TV. This is something we've been working towards.
2: And now a couple of photographs from the riding community. Florence Campbell riding Emperor G, winners of the AE10 class, and Michael McNally riding Bueno, Winners of the AE90 class. And now for some
1: news of motorcycle sport. Northern Ireland race team owner John Burroughs says it is imperative that the Northwest 200 goes ahead in 2021 following the cancellation of the Isle of Man TT for a second consecutive year. The TT organisers confirmed on Monday of last week that the world-famous event on the Isle of Man would not take place due to the ongoing impact of the global coronavirus pandemic, even with the progress of a vaccination programme in the UK. It has come as a hammer blow to riders, teams and fans on the back of the road racing season that never was in 2020, with only one Irish national meeting taking place in Cookstown, 100 in September, while Oliver's Mount in Scarborough hosted the Barry Sheen Classic and Scarborough Gold Cup events. It's understood the Northwest West 200, scheduled for May the 11th to the 15th, will be postponed until later in the summer, although the debt-hit Ulster Grand Prix remains in jeopardy. Burroughs, who runs the Dungannon-based Burroughs Engineering RK Racing Team, says Northern Ireland's biggest road race is of crucial importance to sponsors and riders alike. It's disappointing and it's unprecedented for the TT not to happen two years in a row, Burroughs said. It's so important to have an event where you can showcase the team on the big stage and get important exposure for sponsors, he added. If I'm selling myself to a sponsor, then it's on the back of the Northwest and TT, and then the smaller races factor in after that. Don't get me wrong, I'm a great supporter of Irish national road racing and love our road races, but if the TT wasn't there, then I would probably rethink or not whether I would run a team, he said. I'm disappointed like everyone else, and I did think that maybe they could have run the event over the Manx Grand Prix dates, I'm not completely sure why they didn't hold the decision until the end of March or April and then leave August as a possibility if the event couldn't go ahead in June, possibly combined with the Manx Grand Prix, added Burroughs, who signed Paul Jordan for the national meetings and court prospect Mike Brown this year. On the other side of it, people are starting to spend money at this time of the year and finalise contracts with riders, so there are a lot of team budgets hanging on the TT2, and an early decision helps in that respect.
0: And could I refer back to the earlier report from Port of just to say that the ports are on the road again on Saturday, that was today, as they head to Seaview to take on Crusaders. A now news of a per- Portadown player's decision uh, about, about leaving Portadown. Burns reveals reason behind his decision to call time on his career. Aaron Burns has revealed the constant struggle with tenetus led him to calling time on his glittering Irish core- league career. The Portadown forward who won four league titles Four Irish Cups and two County Antrim Shields during a 13-year career revealed he was hanging up his boots earlier this week. Burns, who also played for Linfield, Coleraine, and Ballymena United, said injury had taken its toll on him physically and mentally.
2: Porterdown boss highlights concern over increasing muscle injuries. Player welfare Fears for Tipton. Portadown manager Matthew Tipton has voiced concerns over player protection given an enhanced injury risk with a season disrupted by the corona pandemic. The welfare of a squad will play a greater role in selection issues for Tipton as he attempts to manage the unique circumstances of this current campaign. Tipton fears a correlation between the unprecedented situation and greater number of muscle problems across the game. Players have been running for months during lockdown, but this—that's different to the, the twisting and turning in football. And now we are coming into heavy pitches at this time of year.
1: And now, a uh, roundup of the Irish League games last week. Uh, just three uh, games in the Danks Bank Premiership. Dungannon Swift's 2, Coleraine nil. Dungannon Swift's boss, Chris Lindsay, was full of praise for his players after their 2 0 win over Coleraine last Friday night. Goals in either half by Michael Carville and Reese Campbell gave the Swifts all three points and pushed them ahead of the Bandsiders in the league table. Larne 2, Glenavon 1 Johnny McMurray's last-minute goal gave Larne all three points in an entertaining game at home to Glenavon. The striker came off the bench to complete a comeback win for the home side and keep them top of the Danske Bank Premiership. Lorne completed the comeback in the 89th minute as McMurray received a pass from Sule before finishing low past Tuffy. Glenavon's woes were compounded two minutes into stoppage time as Sean Ward picked up a second yellow card. And the final item of sport, Carrick Rangers 1, Warren Point Town 3. Warren Point Town moved into the top six with a convincing win at Carrick Rangers Still on a high from last week's excellent win over Linfield, it took Barry Gray's side only four minutes to break the ice as Alan O'Sullivan headed in Keelan Dillon's free kick. Lloyd Anderson's deflected effort six minutes from time gave Niall Curry's side a late consolation. And
0: now for the general news. Home buyers pay £5 million in stamp duty. Home buyers in Armagh, Bambridge and Craigavon paid £5 million in stamp duty last year as the property industry calls for an extension of the current holiday on the tax. In a letter to the Chancellor, leading property organisations warned housing transactions across the country could fall off a cliff edge and that the industry does not have capacity to deal with the current surge in demand. New figures from Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs show home buyers in Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon paid around £5 million in stamp duty land tax in the year to March. This was from 3,200 transactions for houses worth a total of £415,000,000. Typically, every home buyer must pay a stamp duty land tax on all properties over £125,000 or over £300,000 for first-time buyers. Back in July, the Treasury announced a temporary stamp duty holiday to encourage people to buy houses in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. Groups want the government to extend the stamp duty holiday uh, by at least six months and make an announcement before Christmas. The letter says failure to complete transactions by March 31st could see the breakdown of chains, with consumers potentially financially unable to continue with the purchase as they would have to find funds to pay stamp duty. An HM Treasury spokesman said. The government kept Stamp Duty Land Tax under review and was closely monitoring the market.
2: <coughs> bursary Scheme for ABC Athletes and there's a photograph of the Lord Mayor Kevin Savage and ABC Sports Forum Chair Edith Jemison launched the Sports Bursary Scheme. Up-and-coming athletes aged 12 and over in the borough can now apply for a sports bursary to help with the costs encountered towards developing their skills and progressing their careers. Armagh Banbridge and Craigavon Sports Forum has teamed up with Armagh City, Banbridge and Craigavon Borough Council for the third year running to offer financial assistance to support competitors in their own sports discipline. Each application will be assessed on its own merits, allowing for greater flexibility within the confines of the overall budget. The Bursary Application Form, which must be completed in full and submitted by 5pm on Monday January 4th 2021 is available to download at sports sportsbursary And
1: now some top tips for mental health. Your mind matters. Taking care of your mental as well as your physical health has never been more vital. It's important to remember there's no normal response to this pandemic and your feelings may change from day to day, said Mind Mental Health Charity Head of Information Stephen Buckley. His top tips are running and walking can help kick off feelings of restlessness and the ever-changing scenery and outdoor space is conducive to improve mental health. Take up a new hobby such as reading, writing, crosswords, jigsaws, baking, drawing or painting. Learn something new at home with free online courses and tutorials. Stay social even in isolation by joining virtual book clubs, pub quizzes and music stream events. Bringing nature into your everyday life can be really important to help improve your mood, Make you feel more relaxed and reduce feelings of stress or anger. Something as simple as taking care of a potted plant or sitting by a window is beneficial. And another one uh, tip is connect with other people. Try to make time in your daily routine to check in with family and friends over the phone or video call. And if you're worried about changing restrictions, talk to someone you trust about how you feel and you may, could even support, join a peer support group called Mindside by, uh, Mindside by side platform online.
0: Inspirational Principal and Rugby Coach Charlie Macalise to retire. Inspirational School Principal and Rugby Coach Charlie McAleese, who has been teaching for 40 years, is to retire. As principal of Killigamane Junior High School, Charlie has extolled the ethos of mental and physical health as well as academia throughout his teaching career. He spoke about his long and varied life and how he will miss the staff and pupils at Killigamane Junior High School. I was appointed principal of Kil. in 2004, I was appointed vice principal on Killigamane, my wife Lorraine had been teaching here for a few years and was enjoying the experience and I had been at Killigamain on teaching practice in 1979. That and my many visits to the school with sports teams had made an impression on me. I was always impressed by the demeanour of the pupils, the school atmosphere, setting and indeed the welcome afforded to visitors by all at the school. Having played rugby from 1980 to 83 at Portadown RFC, I already had many connections in the town and indeed in the school. Playing and coaching rugby was to coexist with most of my career in teaching. I was appointed principal of Killegany in 2017 following the retirement of Mr Hugh McCarthy. Hugh and I enjoyed an excellent working relationship due to the fact we were reasonably like-minded on many issues and when we were not, we were straight-talking," he said. The pupils, staff, parents and visitors to the school is what I will miss most, together with the wide variety of problems, successes, accidents, initiatives, developments, plans, criticisms, celebrations and all the other day-to-day occurrences, said Mr McAleese. I am certain, however, that it is the right time to move on. Without the constraint of full-time work, Lorraine and I can hopefully enjoy the next chapter and we're looking forward to that. I would like to thank all the past and present staff, pupils and parents for for their support over the past 16 years. I have thoroughly enjoyed my time in Kilgameen, and look forward to seeing the school go from strength to strength in the years ahead.
2: Child in care took drink and drugs. The Northern Ireland Commissioner for Children and Young People has expressed deep concern after being made aware of a child within the care system who was left unresponsive having consumed a near-lethal cocktail of drugs and alcohol. The boy who was subject to full care is currently on bail for numerous offences, of which the drugs and alcohol episode put him in breach. Among the mix of drugs were two of the most dangerous, Ecstasy and LSD. The third was Ketamine, a class B drug, but potentially hazardous when combined with other drugs or alcohol. The accused, who cannot be identified because of his age, currently resides in a children's home where police found him on his hands and knees vomiting. A special court sitting heard the boy is in bail for nine separate criminal incidents stretching back to March 24th and there has been 13 breaches of bail to date. On arrival at hospital, the boy said he had consumed MD, MA, ketamine and acid, as well as bottles of vodka and Buckfast mixed together. Following assessment, he was discharged into police custody the following morning and after court released back to the children's home. On being made aware of the incident, The Commissioner for Children, Kuala Usama, said, being in care does not mean being in prison and young people are allowed to leave children's homes. Regrettably this means that young people can sometimes find themselves in vulnerable and worrying situations, which is clearly concerning and unacceptable. Our report, Still Waiting, addresses the inadequacy of services for young people who take drugs and drugs. It is clear that the the residential care system at times struggles to meet the needs of some young people. However, we believe that the view of a new justice care campus and satellite provision May ensure that there is sufficient specialist services, including accommodation, to issue to address issues such as this one. Repairs to fix the dangerous part of the towpath.
1: A section of the Portadown to Newry towpath, first highlighted as a danger to council in September, has been resurfaced. The ABC Borough Council confirmed a section of the River Band Parkway, known locally as the towpath, was closed between Mullah and Portadown Meadows from Thursday, December the fifth, and Friday, December the fourth. Sorry, this December the third and fourth. Uh, uh, due to tree roots and normal wear and tear, the surface of this particular stretch. Was it cracked and uneven in places? So to ensure this popular destination remains safe and enjoyable for all users, contractors removed and repaired the damaged sections of the towpath. And we would like to apologise for any inconvenience this caused to towpath users.
0: Three tips to help deal with life stresses. Firstly ensure you're insured we've all seen the adverts and given fleeting thoughts around what if and many of us have life insurance in place so we're okay right says angie maybe so but when was the last time you checked the suitability of your policy if your circumstances have changed you could well be paying monthly for something that wouldn't actually pay out second Pass on your passwords Who knows your online passwords? One option is a digital asset vault where you can store passwords, important documents and other sensitive pieces of information. You then appoint trusted people with whom you can share this uh, encrypted password with either during your lifetime or when you choose for them to have it. And third, where there's a will. Why bother with a will? If you die without a valid will in place, partners may get nothing and you won't get to choose who you would like to care for your children or deal with your affairs after you have gone. Worst of all, if you have no relatives, your estate goes to the Crown.
2: Staff working in fear as hub attacks go on, Council staff are in fear in their workplace after yet another attack on a community centre in Craigavon. Brownlow Community Hub has been the target of vandalism on a regular basis, costing the ratepayers of Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon Council a considerable sum. Police branded the latest attack as well as ongoing attacks on the hub as completely unacceptable. A spokesman said, staff should not be in fear in their workplace, nor should the community have to accept the, the local asset with damage most damaged. Pa- parents please educate with your children. We do not want to criminalize them and have done our best to divert them away from this area. However that continues to be a per- problem. Over the last two weeks, over the last week two young people have been identified as offending in the area and will unfortunately have to face the consequences of their actions. Ulster Unionist councillor Ken Twible condemned the attacks and voiced concern that the staff of the hub were working in fear. DUP councillor Margaret Tinsley said, I am, uh, now, I am so angry at this latest attack on the Brownlow hub. I have questions for those involved. Why are you doing this and what do you hope to achieve? Do those involved who continue to damage the Brownlow hub not realise that this facility is there to benefit the whole community and each time it is damaged is taken is money taken away from other community projects. It is unacceptable and has to stop.
1: Conf- uh, record attendance for annual Dairy Council nutrition lecture. A record audience attended the annual Dairy Council Nutrition Lecture at Ulster University this year. More than 250 nutrition students, academics and health professionals came together virtually to hear Professor Adam Drunowski, Director of the Centre of Public Health Nutrition at the University of Washington, speak on healthy diets from sustainable food systems. The Food and Agriculture Organisation of the United Nations defines a sustainable diet as one that takes into account nutrition and health, economics, society and the environment. Professor Drunovsky, who is at the forefront of research to establish which foods and dietary patterns are healthy, affordable and sustainable, highlighted that milk and dairy foods score well as affordable, appealing and nutrient-dense sources of high-quality protein and key micronutrients. Dr Mike Johnson, MBE, Chief Executive of the Dairy Council for Northern Ireland, said growing interest in climate change and interest in how it is being addressed help to drive up registrations for the lecture. In his lecture, Professor Dranovsky highlighted the importance of diets being affordable and appealing, as well as being nutrient-dense sources of high-quality protein and key micronutrients. In addition to ticking all these boxes, the Northern Ireland dairy sector also has a good track record in reducing its environmental impact and is constantly striving to do so.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Domestic abuse cases soar. Domestic abuse cases have soared in the Armagh, Bambridge and Craig Avon area since lockdown, with a shocking 3,359 incidents recorded. According to these PSNI statistics for the year from October the 1st, 2019 to sept- September the 30th this year, The ABC area has the second highest level of domestic abuse crime in Northern Ireland. Over the past year, there has been an increase of 124 incidents with Women's Aid Armagh Down, which has an office in Portadown, saying referrals soared when lockdown eased. Chief Executive of Women's Aid Armagh Down, Eileen Murphy, said... Behind every statistic there is severe trauma, traumatised women and children whose lives have been torn apart by domestic abuse. Domestic abuse is not just one incident, it's a life lived 24 hours a day with it. We see it in the paper, maybe once or twice, and then it is gone. But for those people, this is an ongoing daily experience.
2: A celebration of Northern Ireland people and places. We all know Northern Ireland is home to some of the most breathtaking landscapes, but did you know our people have also punched above their bait when it comes to giving the world life-changing inventions? Discover Northern Ireland has compiled a list of blue plaque recipients from this little corner of the world. For example, in Tandregee County, Armagh, William Kennedy was born in Tandregee and lost his sight at the age of four. He was sent to Armagh to learn the fiddle at the age of 13. He lodged with a furniture maker where he acquired considerable skills in woodwork. William developed a specialist, specialism for repairing alien I- pipes he became a master pipe maker and to this day the William Kennedy Piping Festival attracts pipers from all over the world to Armagh each year. His plaque is at Montague Arms, 9 to 19 Church Street, Tandragee.
1: Confusion over Consultant Inquiry A pensioner concerned about his treatment by former consultant urologist Mr Aidan O'Brien has voiced confusion as to why his case is not part of the public inquiry. Mervyn Kinloch said he had contacted the Southern Health Trust helpline when he heard there were questions over work by Mr O'Brien who was a consultant at Craigavon Hospital. Mr Kinlock revealed he had been a patient of Mr O'Brien for around 10 years and had undergone a significant number of procedures, the last of which was January this year. The pensioner said he had concerns and had contacted the helpline set up by the Southern Health Trust. He spoke to someone on the helpline who took his details, said that they would get back to them. Another person got back to him but said he was not for review. Mr Kinlock said he couldn't understand why his case was not reviewed. When asked what the terms of the review are and which patients are affected, the department quoted Mr Swan who said, my officials are preparing the way to get this inquiry up and running as soon as possible this will take some time, and I would expect that the respective families and patients will have the opportunity to influence the terms of reference of this inquiry.
0: Millions of pounds worth of goods exported to EU. Businesses in Armagh, Banbridge, and Craig Avon exported hundreds of millions of pounds worth of goods to the EU last year, new figures reveal. Public spending watchdog the National Audit Office warns widespread disruption to UK trade as the EU is likely when the country exits the single market at the end of December. HMU revenue and customs figures show 1,269 businesses registered in the Armagh, Banbridge and Craigavon area exported goods to countries in the European Union in 2019. This outward trade was valued at £744 million, 50% of the total value of exports included in the data. The figures also show 2,100 businesses imported goods from block, the block at a value of £723 million last year, 73% of the value of all inbound trade. The figures only include trade and goods and not services. A recent report by the National Audit Office said there was a significant uncertainty about whether preparations would be complete in time for the UK's departure from the single market. It added the government could have avoided some of the problems if it had been swifter to tackle issues such as the number of custom agents to help traders head of the nao Garth davies said the january 1 deadline is unlike any previous eu exit deadline significant changes at the border will take place and government must be ready the talks continue after the house of lords voted to remo- remove controversial parts of the uk internal market bill which would allow the government to break international laws and override parts of its withdrawal agreement with the EU. It would mean ministers could determine state aid rules in Northern Ireland and cheques and goods moving between the nation and the rest of the UK. US President-elect Joe Biden is among those who say the proposed law could lead to a hard border between Northern Ireland and the Republic of Ireland and has warned a US-UK trade deal is contingent on preventing this. In the Armagh, Bambridge and Craigavon businesses exported goods to non-EU countries at a value of 741 million pounds in 2019, while imports from outside the block were valued at 264 million. A government spokesman said we are making significant preparations to prepare for the guaranteed changes at the end of the transition period, including investing £705 million to ensure the right border infrastructure, staffing and technology is in place, providing £84 million in grants to boost the customs intermediary sector, intermediate sector and implementing border controls in stages so traders have sufficient time to prepare with less than two months to go, it's vital that businesses and citizens prepare too. That's why we're intensifying our engagement with businesses and running a major public information campaign so they know exactly what they need to do to grasp the new opportunities available as the transition period ends. He added that the government was working hard to implement the Northern Ireland Protocol, the part of the withdrawal agreement designed to prevent a hard border within the (coughs) island of Ireland.
2: And now a story by Adam Harbinson. As a small boy, I lived with my parents and three older sisters in the townland of La on the outskirts of Portadown. That's over 70 years ago, and while I can't remember much about it, Family stories and sepia photographs suggest that I had a happy childhood in idyllic surroundings. My father was a renowned storyteller and we always loved listening to tales that grew with the telling, but he was good and was able to hold us children spellbound. One of his yarns I have repeated often particularly at weddings, but as I think about it now, I can see meaning in that escaped me as a child. The story was of the marriage of Peter and Mary, a couple from very poor family in Pomeroy in County Tyrone. It was a simple ceremony with a handful of guests followed by a reception in the village pub. The wedding carriage was a donkey and cart loaned to them by a neighbour and the wedding night was to be spent in a little cottage about a mile out of town. However, on the way, their bliss was interrupted by the donkey's obstinence, for it stopped for no apparent reason. The groom perdu- persuaded and cajoled but to no effect until his patience expired he jumped off the cart, gave the animal a mighty kick in the gut as he screamed, Donkey, that's once. And off the donkey trotted only to repeat the exercise a quarter of a mile up the road. At which point the exasperated man jumped off the cart, pulled a point four five revolver from his pocket and blew the beast's head off. Animal-loving Mary was appalled at Peter's brutality, and she led into him, tiny fists flying as she hurled obscenities at her new husband. "You cruel brute! Brute! How could you do such a thing to an innocent animal?" "I don't know. I didn't know you. I was marrying such a heartless, pitiless man." And on that, Peter. Until Peter looked at her square in the eye and in ominous tone said, Mary, that's once. Now the point of the story is that while the marriage lasted for over 60 years, its longevity was based on fear, not love. And
1: there we end our recording for this week. Um, I hope that you have enjoyed listening to the news around from Portadown-Lurgan area. Our thanks to the volunteers who edited and recorded this week, to Maccles for collecting the Portadown Times and Lurgan Mail for us, and to the Presbyterian Church here at Armagh Road for the use of the studio. Editing the news this week were Ken Cardwell and myself, Linda Francis, Our technician was David Bennett and reading with me this week were Kate Spence and Gareth Greer. From the newsroom at the Old Man's studio, this is Linda Francis signing off. Thank you for spending time with us. Our good wishes for the week ahead and we hope to be back with you in four weeks' time. Please remember in meantime to return your wallets. Sound News is a Craig Talking newspaper production. And can we just take this opportunity to say to you all a very happy Christmas and good wishes for the new year. We hope to be back with you again in 2021. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.